Wait for it. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Chuck, and this is episode number 198. We are on a slow march to death and episode 200, Chuck. Yeah. Two episodes away for those counting at home. Got a uh, big episode planned. Yeah, tons tons of yeah. stuff that I haven't even thought of yet. <laughs> it's going to be real good. But um, we got a little bit to talk about today. Not a heavy news day. No. Right? News week, I guess. Uh, and you know what's going to happen. Saturday, the day after we record this. It always happens. Or Friday night at 9 o'clock, we're going to get like some crazy Marvel news or the first Batman trailer or something we got ridiculous. A, a crazy casting Right after we record it. Yeah, with Owen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, You're like, we should throw it in. And I'm like, no one cares about Owen Wilson. But apparently people are caring about him. Yeah. Do you think that this was Owen Wilson saying, all right, Luke is in Stargirl. Yeah. I need to do something. And he he was like, Loki, whoa. Yeah. He did the, wow. (laughs) Wow. I texted a friend of the podcast, Dan, and his answer was, wow. And I was like, that literally probably what he said when he was casted. And I don't think he got the joke. Yeah. Probably not. Maybe. Uh, but we've got uh, a trailer, a formal trailer, and then I guess a commercial teaser first look Yeah. at three new series that, um, man, really won my Super Bowl for me <laughs> uh, because I didn't I didn't expect that coming at all. No, I didn't. I'm sitting there. I was like, oh, shit. I thought it was like a plug for Disney Plus to saying like, this is all the stuff yeah. we're unveiling in 2020. And it was like, no, here's Marvel. And the movies like, trailers were lackluster at a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was just uh, Black Widow, I think, was the only one that got a new one. Uh, Top Gun. Oh, I forgot that. I've already we forgot about that. We were watching it, and my sister like, goes, ooh, Miles Teller. And I'm like, get out of my house. Yeah, ass. Miles Teller. <laughs> Watch Fantastic Four. Speaking of Fantastic Four, yeah. Emily Blunt met with Marvel. Yes. Is there any other role besides Sue uh, Richards that, or Sue Storm, sorry, that she'd be good for? Or is that meeting has to be about Fantastic Four, right? I mean, it has to be. I mean, I would think. I mean, she met with him before, and she turned down the role. Black Widow. Yeah, uh, but do you, you know what she turned it down for? Well, it's not here. There's it's a little trickier than what we thought it was. We've talked about this before. She turned it down for Gulliver's Travel. Yeah, um, it was because when you sign contracts with a certain studio, you're obligated to do films for them. Yeah, um, and Gulliver's Travels was one of those films. I don't think she would be like, oh yeah, uh, I'm going to turn down a a potential blockbuster for a Jack Black movie, unless it was Jumanji with The Rock. But she she was obligated to do that. So, okay. but. That's not- News came out today that John Krasinski's on board to play Reed Richards. I've seen that. Um, which, come on. Come on, man. You got to be smart. Got to be real smart to uh, yeah. to do that. I mean, they're perfect. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be John Cena. John Cena's going to be the thing. He's got the hair now. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the hair. Uh, I don't know who. Do you, all right. So do you go Zach Efron as Human Torch? I mean, they could because Emily Blunt is a little older. Yeah. And because, you know, Zach Efron now is what, like 32? No, he's not my age. He's in his 30s. Is he really? Yeah. We've had this discussion before. I always think he's 15. Yeah. But I, I don't know if Zach Efron's the one that I... Uh, but I'm just saying, like... It makes sense? It makes sense because she's old, they're older. You know what I mean? If it was a 25-year-old Sue Storm, you don't want to make a 30-year-old Johnny Storm. You're right. He's my age. Um, I don't know, man. He's got a couple things coming up. In the in the line, he's got Scoob. He's in Scoob. Yeah, plays Fred. Obviously, they have Killing Zac Efron and King of the Jungle. Uh, but before that, like his last few movies have been pretty dudsy. Does Marvel take chances on duds? Baywatch, which should have made a lot of money because it was The Rock, right? Yeah. Um, that Ted Bundy movie. Uh, it, he was good in it. It just the got movie. sold to Netflix, and a lot of people are like, it just glamorized Ted Bundy's attractiveness. Yeah. 
Um, what, I was disappointed in that movie. His last good movie was like, Greatest Showman, two three years ago. Yeah, I think they go. I think they need to go someone fresher because you're getting two big names for them and get kind of a fresher face. Yeah, I mean, not all four people need to be. Yeah, no. To big names, and Marvel does a great job at finding people that are quote unquote nobodies. You know. Now with that, do you go Doctor Doom? No, I wouldn't start. I would tease Doctor Doom at the end. I would do someone like Mole Man. I mean, that was the plan for what uh, Fantastic Four Josh Trank's version Mole Man was supposed to be in it. And if they do, it's got to be Danny DeVito. Like well, he's he's the epitome of Mole Man yeah. or Tracy Morgan. <sighs> if Tracy Morgan fits anywhere, it's Mole Man. You right? Just imagine that voice. I'm a mole. I can't do a good Tracy no, Morgan voice. Can I, I uh, can't even attempt it. But when once we get a little news, we don't know when this is going to happen. There's a lot of crazy Marvel news. That's coming out, and we're going to talk about a lot of Marvel news. Um, did you hear the um, the Captain Marvel two trailer or Captain Marvel two news? Yes. They're going to tease Rogue. Are Rogue going to be the villain? Yeah. It makes no sense. No. Um, I'm with it though. You know, show that the the X Men are kind of evil. Start trying to get that X Men versus Avengers kind of vibe, and then later they become best friends because Rogue was actually uh, a bad scroll or something. I don't know. You could go Fantastic Four, Super Scroll, right out the gate. You introduce them throughout Captain Marvel's story. Boom. There you go. I don't know. Um, but we got we got a trailer that we're going to talk about. Then we're going to talk some MCU news. And uh, the first trailer is uh, a trailer that when I heard about this property being uh, rebooted by Chris Rock, I was like, no way. There's zero way that this happens. This is going to be awful. It's not going to. It's going to be uh, kind of like scary movie. Yeah. Or like... Uh, Meet the Blacks, where it was a purge kind of story with uh, Mike Epps. Uh, and it's, it was a Saw movie. You know, Chris Rock said, I love Saw. I'm going to do a Saw movie. And he comes out with a trailer for Spiral. Um, it doesn't allude to Saw. No. Um, I don't know. I guess they're just going off of the, you know, the Jigsaw, the Billy logo. But um, it looked good. Trailer came out and I was like, this is a really good, good trailer. Yeah, it really took me by surprise because I was like, Again, when announced, I was like, this is going to be stupid. One, I love Saul 1. Yeah. I think it's one, one, it's one of my top horror movies of all time. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, I don't, do you consider that a horror movie or more of a thriller? There weren't jump scares in that. No, but it was, it was gruesome. Yeah. But thrillers can be gruesome, right? So yeah. can action movies. Die Hard was pretty gruesome. They threw off Hans Gruber off the building, right? Um, but like, I thought, and like I said, you always say I hate horror movies and stuff like that. Well, it's factual. It's been proven. And the first one I loved. The second one. With Donnie Wahlberg, your cousin? This brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Pat Wahlberg. Yeah. Why would my name be Pat? <laughs> I don't know. Like, your last name's not. name than Wahlberg. No, no. It's Pat. It's Patrick Wahlberg. It's a very Boston name. Hey, yo, Patty. Come Patty. Down to the yard. The second one wasn't bad. And then it just. I don't think I've seen the last two, but anyway. So you watched five Saws? I watched a lot. There's eight of them, right? I think I watched six. Wow, that's that's intense. For uh, someone who doesn't like horror movies, <laughs> to watch six Saw movies. Yeah. Well, um, then again, this is coming from the man who's seen all eight Fast and Furious movies in theaters. Yeah. 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 You're right. So, yeah, it makes sense. Um, but Check, anyway. Checks like, out. So I'm like, all right, it's going to suck. It's not going to be good. And the trailer comes out. And first, the only castings we got were Chris Rock and um, 
Sammy Jackson. Yeah. Which isn't a surprise because Sam Jackson does everything. And the trailer, like you said, was good. Yeah, it was very reminiscent in the beginning of uh, Training Day. Like they're driving in the car. It's like the old school music's playing. I don't even think it was old school. I think it was actually uh, 21 Savage and J. Cole. And you're like, oh, I, I can vibe with this. This is this is good. It looks fun. Uh, Chris Rock is, at this point, the least convincing detective I've ever seen in my life. But he played the part well. He's, and- he looks like, the, like I thought this was going to be a parody. Yeah. Where it was like, ah, see ya, Saul, and it's over. You know what I mean? And, like, he, you know, he's not known for his dramatic roles. And when's the last time he was in a dramatic role? New Jack City? CB4? That wasn't a dramatic role. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was New Jack City. Well, he's he's doing more dramatic stuff because he's doing Fargo now. He's in season four of oh, Fargo. Yeah, that's right. So it's this is the new Chris Rock. And um, this is Christopher Rock. He's producing it. Yes. And the director is the guy that directed Saul Two. Yes. Uh, not James Wan, who did the first one, yeah. your favorite one, which might be the the best James Wan movie, directed wise. Like I think I, visually it was great, and you see at the end where he ties it into the first one, where he's chained to what seems to be a boiler room, and he brings out the hacksaw. Yeah, and this time it's his hand instead of because it was Carriol's foot. Yeah. Carrie Yules, man. Can't believe it's he the leaving. only role I liked him in. No, nah, he was already in Stranger Things as the the mayor. He played it the mayor well. But he's always a douchebag. He, well, maybe that's his his MO. I don't know. He goes to the con. Maybe we'll meet him this year. Um do you think he cuts off his hand? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They they got Samuel L to say his classic MF yeah. right out the Like, cause I was like, all right, where does it tie into the saw? And we do see the spiral. Yeah. But then at the end it's from the book of Saul. Yeah. Which is cool because like you can make different chapters and, and whatnot, but this is this is Chris Rock and and the director saying, Let's go back to what worked. The thing about Saul to me that lost me right after I think Saul three was how gruesome it got. It was more of it was more like horror porn. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of a lot of nudeness, a lot of blood and a lot of like Un, not unrealistic, but like dangerous, like not dangerous either, but uh, crazy kills. Well, see, it was I, like Final Destination. What I think it got to was because the first story was the first one. The story was so good, and then as it progressed, it kind of lacked, and it came more of a which way? How can we gross out people by killing? Yeah, and that's what it kind of became to. It's like, oh, okay, we're gonna do this or do that just to gross people out, and the story was lost. Yeah, and they made a ton of movies uh, and a ton of money. Yeah, no, um, but this and is they, a twisted picture joint. Yeah. I think from day one, and they made a like they made them quick. They were coming out every October. Yeah, every Halloween there was a Saul movie, uh, and then you know, Tobin Bell was the shining star of all these movies, mm-hmm. and he obviously got his own movie jigsaw towards the end. Uh, I wonder if he, he makes a cameo in this. I doubt it. But it depends on where it's at in the, in the story. Uh, this could be sandwiched between one and two or right before one. Is this technically a prequel? Because they wouldn't they have called him Jigsaw had they known him already? Yeah. Because I don't know, like, where, is it a straight reboot? Is it a soft reboot? Is it? I don't think it's a reboot at all. I have no idea. I what... think it's a prequel. Uh, because you see that, for, like, it's dark tones. It's very grounded. And you see the chaining to a... A radiator or whatever. Uh, you don't see the elaborate schemes that they went through. You don't see the the crazy syringe box that you have to get the keys out of. Oh, that 
that scene. The thing about Saul is like it's nightmare inducing on one level because it's it's gross and like you you fear syringes and glass getting in your eyes and stuff like that. But it's also kind of nightmare inducing because there's people out there that fantasize about doing this stuff. So Saul could be like a very good Saul and hostile. They could all be very good. Uh, hated hostile. Like ushering in uh, lead-ins to what could possibly happen. Same thing with the purge. I like the first purge. Uh, I'm not. I'm not lying. I like all the purges, but Saul it, it got a little crazy once they started like guillotines flying out the doors and elevator guillotines. I was like, oh, I'm done with this. But uh, as far as the trailer, this was a movie that was not on my radar. It wasn't a movie I was going to see in theaters. I'm going to see this in theaters. I think it will. Uh, I think it's, uh, again, to go back to the classics and kind of say this is what James Wan popularized and made this popular and made this uh, work, it works for me. And I think that's what I'm going to, what's going to hold me in the seat. Yeah, because this put James Wan on the map. Yeah, and I'm curious to see, like, we kind of see a couple of deaths, but we don't see how gruesome it's going to get. Or is it this is going to be a jump scare? This could just go back to be kind kind of like that detective thriller. Mm-hmm. Like what would have happened if Denzel Washington in Training Day actually came up upon, you know, a, a serial killer instead of smoking PCP with um, Ethan Hawke? Now, do you ever see Training Day? I love that movie. Great movie. That's where uh, the, I, w- I was introduced to Eva Mendes. Yeah, that was one of her first roles. Yeah, she was great in it. Let's go to Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl comes out. We've alluded to a few of the trailers with um, Black Widow, Top Gun. Top Gun, by the way, looks awful. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look good at all. Uh, I don't care about this movie. I want to see Val Kilmer. I want to see that chubby man. All I feel like he's got to be got to be paraplegic in this movie. Well, he just might be dead. Yeah, I, he, I really think that's what's going to happen. He's going to die in this movie. And that's what's going to... You know, lead into, I need to do more. We gotta get another young goose, young maverick, all these, all the great guys. How does Miles Teller factor in? Is he Tom Cruise's son? Isn't Scott Eastwood in this? Probably. Who's uh, the other guy who's supposed to be sexy with Miles Teller? They're playing volleyball together. I don't know. It looks uh, terrible. Tracy Morgan. Anyway, the Marvel trailer comes out and it starts with um, Captain America's shield stuck into a tree. And I thought that that, like, I feel like I've seen that scene before and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, this is just a replay of what Disney Plus has to offer. Uh, and it was wrong. I was wrong because it was a, it's a lead into Captain America, uh, well, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Vision, uh, WandaVision, and the Loki series. And uh, we haven't seen anything for any of them other than just a couple stills like this is what Sam's wearing. This is Wanda's doing. Uh, we haven't even seen anything of Loki. And uh, man, it looks good. Yeah. I will say a couple things. I like Sam's new suit. Mm-hmm. I like that there's a spot for the shield on the back when he's flying through the caverns. There's a, a shield on the back. I like the, the red and blue wing stripes, the feathers on his wings. But I think they're going the same route they kind of did with Captain America with U.S. Agent, where he's like un, un, uh, unveiled at the what looks like a high school, college, homecoming. Yeah. And they have the A, the cheerleaders have the A's on it. Now, do you think it means Avenger or do you think it means U.S. Agent? U.S. agent. I agree. I went on a website and they're like, it totally means Avenger. How is he already an Avenger? He's not. And the government doesn't run the Avengers. Yeah, and the government's against the Avengers. Yeah. I mean, the last time we saw uh, General Ross was totally against it. Well, we saw him at Tony Stark's funeral. Oh, that was yeah. last time we saw him. I was thinking he right before that was... Infinity War? Yeah. When, uh, when Cap and everybody shows up yeah. and they... And we don't, he's like a hologram, 
But no, we saw him at Infinity. Or I forgot Endgame. he was at the funeral. But um, what stuck out to you the most? Um, was it the weirdness of WandaVision? Was it Loki being caught in jail? So a couple of scenes that I really liked. Uh, one of the best scenes out of the um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is when Bucky's got the gun to Baron Zemo. Yeah. And just empties the clip. Yeah. That was ri- that was visually cool. I went on Twitter and somebody was like, it's Black Panther's hand. I'm like, oh, it's, did you watch the trailer? Black Panther's hand. I don't comment on ridiculous posts on Twitter. I, I let into this person. I was like, you're an idiot. Like, don't, Black Panther's not in this. No. And, and if, the, if he were, why would they flash all the way back to Civil War? Yeah. That shit's over with. What else? But, um, the WandaVision looks insane. Yeah, it's a lot of, it looks like a mashup of sitcoms. Brady Bunch. Uh, yeah. you know, that's what I thought when her and that like well the stairs for sure yeah. are pretty much all in the family I feel like this is you know we're a little bit of tool time it looked like Tim Taylor with his shirt tucked in as Vision yeah. um, I feel like what we're getting is Wanda doesn't know how to cope with the loss of Vision Yeah, and she's just sitting at home watching TV land right all these old shows and that becomes normal to her uh, she's obviously out of her mind. She's going through the grieving stages. Uh, and Tony's dead and Nat's dead and Vision's dead. She creates this all in her head. And this is and this is her world that we see. And the coolest thing out of that trailer was or this teaser was the, the Scarlet Witch uniform. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be a tongue in cheek kind of nod to it. We're never gonna see her rock that's nah. not practical. Uh she looked great in it, mind you. Uh but I think it's gonna be like Maybe like a sexy time kind of vibe. Like she shows up in that suit. She's like, hey, Vision. Yeah, right. Can you see this with your 2020 vision or something stupid like that? Um, I think this is – we've kind of talked about this. It's all facade. And I think this is just a, a creation of her own mind and like the the world that she's living in. It's like one of those things like – again, I'll go back to Loki, which is another series that we're going to talk about. Loki was grieving Frigga, right? Found out Frigga died when he was – uh, underground in prison in Asgard well, with the cursed and all them. He was putting on a really good show face. Like everything was there. Everything was immaculate. He was immaculate. You know, there was food everywhere. And then he wiped it away, the facade away when Thor came and up. And he was a mess. Yeah, there was dirty diapers everywhere, like rotten food. He was disheveled. I feel like that's what we're going to get with Wanda. And that was like, everybody says that Thor Dark World's a bad movie. I think that it's one of the best scenes in that movie because it shows yeah. that even... Loki, who's the god of mischief and the god of whatever, uh, your ultimate villain. I mean, he's the first villain, like the biggest villain they had Mm -hmm. in Avengers. Um, Even he can feel grief. And I want to see that on the the most powerful hero as well. And I think that's what we're going to get. Well, The thing with that Loki scene was he never showed weakness. Mm -hmm. And any of the movies that he's ever been in never showed weakness. That was his weakness when Frigga died. Yep. And... Same thing when Kevin Feige said that Scarlet Witch is the most powerful mutant. This is her weakness. Yeah, yeah. Vision. Uh, it's crazy what you do for love. That's mm-hmm. the whole the whole thing. Um, I'm curious. We didn't see, um, you know, uh, Photon. We didn't see anything. Yeah. But they did allude to Vision and Wanda in this dreamscape that I'm thinking of, or this altered reality. Uh, had two kids. You can see um, when they're in the Archie Bunker kind of vibe, like when they're dressing up. Um, you can see the top two of uh, two cribs, two old school wooden cribs. So I'm just curious to see where they go with that. 
And like, why is it black and white some parts? And why is it a color? Like, yeah. you know, it definitely, like you said, sitcom. Like, I definitely can see a laugh track. Yeah. Like something oh, happened. And like, ha, ha, ha. Only in those scenes, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, you know, she's not crying in a bathtub and then you're going to hear a laugh. Yeah, could you imagine? And we got release dates, too, uh, for at least two of the three that we're going to talk about. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out in August. Mandalorian in October. And this is your Christmas joint. Yeah. Oh, man, what a depressing Christmas. What a crazy Christmas if that's what's happening. Uh, Loki, the next one, I didn't even know they started filming. Neither did I because they're still casting. Yeah. Um, they're talking about the first transgendered character in the MCU. They're talking about Enchantress. They're saying that, you know, uh, all these other characters. I wonder if Sif comes back into this. That'd be cool. We haven't seen her. She's awesome. She deserves a little love. Maybe she was... Uh, well, the first thing about the Loki scene, and it's very quick, very brief. He's oh, yeah. just sitting in a chair. It's a very... And he says, I want to watch the world burn. Yeah, it's a very like teaser yeah. trailer. Um, he's got the time variance jumpsuit on, so obviously he was caught. Uh, I feel like Loki is going to be the Legends of Tomorrow that we wanted. Now, do you think it's like MCU Quantum Leap? That's what they've described it as. They they said that Loki jumps from timeline to timeline because uh, he was in the 80s. He was in 1400s. He's going throughout all the the um the timelines and i'd like to see the possibility of characters that they could use for even just a one-off yeah you know you're talking loki you could get man thing you're he's crazy as far as like you know hella was one of his kids and fenris wolf was one of his kids and you could go wild with that lore and i'd like to see him jump back to the frost jodenheim too that'd be cool have a little frost giant love we don't know what happened after endgame Mm -hmm. who came back who stayed you know, what new villains were created. It's kind of like what uh, the DC CW universe is doing with Crisis. Uh, everything is back, quote unquote, but people who were gone are back and people who were here have changed. Yeah. So it, it's it's very uh, it's very linear for those two. And I'm, I'm curious to see out of the three, which one uh, got you happy with happy the most? Probably Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think it's because they showed so much of it. And I... I think I'm invested more because of the whole Cap storyline. Yeah. Um, WandaVision, I, that's probably third for me. Really? Out of the three. Because of, because of how strange it's going to be. Um, I think Loki's premise sounds better. Well, I think Loki's premise sounds better because we've already seen it. If it's described as Quantum Leap and WandaVision is described as something you've never seen before, you know, you're going to go with something you're more comfortable with, yeah. which is Quantum Leap. So... I'm going to put Loki as my third one because I only saw a teaser. Uh, WandaVision has piqued my interest. Not only do I love Lizzie Olsen, but I like the idea of what could happen. And then, you know, we're, we get spoiled as geeks. We get that. And then like a week later, Kevin Feige comes out and says, yeah, you saw three shows. We've got seven more in the pipeline, which is insane. Like that would make 11, 13. What, seven more? That's they have seven ten. more additionally to the ones that were already announced. Okay, so not include it. Not include That's why I said, is that like Okay, eight? so that's... Yeah. So you're looking at the three we just talked about, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, um, Hawkeye. I forgot about Hawkeye. So that's seven? That's Yeah, so 14. That's crazy. They, they have enough to do a new show every month. So you think an X-Men series is in there? I think New Mutants. I'd like to see them do New Mutants, or at least some type of X Men. Whether it if they're going to introduce Rogue in the Captain or uh, Captain Marvel movie, maybe a Rogue Rogue and Gambit series. Um, I'd be okay with a Nightcrawler series, an Excalibur series. Um, 
I'm thinking you're going to get for sure a Shuri series. Yeah. Because like you have to keep this is the thing about Marvel is you have to keep the characters fresh, right? So we're we don't know when Black Panther three is going to come out or Black Panther two is going to come out. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, so you get that. When's Black Panther three come out? Twenty twenty six. You know, is Shuri going to want to do that anymore? If you know she has to wait four years for the character, so you keep her in the pipeline, give her her own series, you build to it, then she could become leave that miniseries and become Black Panther and Black Panther three. So have her in what was it? San Fran or where was she at? She was in Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. Like around Compton. I no, that's South Central. She was in I think she was in Oakland. Yeah. Um I think Thunderbolts for sure. I'd be, we talked about that yeah, last week. We need more villain series. You know, the heroes are all cool and all, but I'd like to see a villain. I'd like to see a villain have a villain. You know what I mean? How does Taskmaster feel when Thanos is coming down and completely wiping out his armada, his people? I don't know. Let's let's talk about another villain, uh, one of my favorites, uh, Craven, Craven the Hunter. A lot of people said we might have already seen him in Spider-Man: Home, uh, Far From Home, as the, uh, Dimitri was uh, was chameleon. They they think that we've already seen Craven. I don't know where I'm at with it, but um, they said that he's gonna possibly make his MCU debut before Spider-Man Three. So with that being said, you have any idea where he fits in? No. Because it's a tough one, right? Unless the only, and it's a far shot, but way different than any of the movies, would be Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. Because the three movies that are coming out prior to Spider-Man 3, Mm -hmm. you have uh, Eternals. Yeah, not in there. In 2020. I mean, he could be in there. It looks like they're taking, like, some set photos are in, like, London and... Georgia and stuff like that, New York. So you have Eternals 2020, November 20. Yeah. Shang-Chi, February 2021. Yeah. That's a possibility. Black Widow? Yeah, Black Widow. I don't see that They could have kept it under wraps. And then um, Doctor Strange 2 in 2021. So there are the four movies, Black Widow, which I don't see that. Mm -hmm. Eternals, I don't see that. When's Thor coming out? After. After Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it's okay. like November. Okay. So if I had to pick one movie, it would be Shang-Chi. Okay. Again, I don't think it fits. Yeah. But they said MCU, not a movie. Yeah. So. Well, Shang-Chi's a movie. When I'm talking about Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Is that too much overkill, though? It might be. But I don't th- I don't think, like I said, I don't think it fits in Eternals. Does he fit in Morbius because it's connected to the MCU? Is that a backdoor way of getting him already in there? I don't know. I mean, it looks like I, the. What if the what if the secret scene in Morbius two or Venom two is Morbius one? I'm sorry, or Venom two is the assembling of the Sinister Six. Spider Man three, Sinister Six. I don't know. I don't know either. They're saying it's possibly Spider Man three. He's going to be the villain, and it would be cool if they already introduced him. Uh, I don't think Winter Soldier and Falcon, but I. I mean, I'd like it. I think that's the only thing that fits. Yeah, because is U.S. Agent truly a villain? No. Baron Zemo is. Baron Zemo could have a whole crew of mercenaries and Kraven could be one of them. It makes sense. Doctor Strange, who the hell knows what's going on with that? That's the next one we're going to actually talk about. But Mordo's coming back. So you have Mordo, you have Nightmare, rumors of Mephesto. I don't know about that. Um, I always thought Black Panther 2 was the one. 
Yeah, um, but that's way after. It's way after. So what I'm going to say is it's going to be a show that, that's been announced. It's going to be a TV show. It's going to be a show that's announced, Moon but Knight. it's going to be Moon Knight. Um, and I think it fits because Moon Knight starts over, let's say he starts over in Egypt, right? Craven Hunter could be in Egypt looking for Wakanda, right? It's all in Africa. And he stumbles upon Mark Spector. And that could be your lead in. But Craven could also be hunting, um, you know, Werewolf by Night, could be hunting uh, Dracula. Craven could essentially be the Van Helsing of the MCU. And then Moon Knight is like, you're actually a villain. You know what I mean? We meet Craven before we meet. And I like that. The only reason I didn't say that or any of the. Because Spider Man comes out in a year and a half. Yeah. Moon Knight hasn't been casted. I think Moon. I think we hear Moon Knight casting at San Diego Comic Con. It comes out in the winter of 2021. Well, no, then that's too late. No, it's not. When Spider Man come out? July 2021. I mean, winter also spans into February, oh, yeah. January, February, March. Oh, yeah, you're right. But so, unless they're going to cast, shoot, and have it filmed in less than a year, the announcement doesn't mean that he hasn't already been casted. They could already have this guy cast it and they're just waiting for him to come out. Like, just come out of a, a, a project that he's working on and whatnot. And then they could already start shooting it. San Diego Comic Con comes out. Boom, this is what we want to do. We want to bring out whoever it is. And then Craven the Hunter's in it. I just think that's too early. I don't know, man. They got. I don't think they. Because, look, Loki isn't coming out for another. What year? they didn't even announce, but that we know of, because they don't have any any other shows on 2020. They're moving them up. Wandavision got moved up, yeah. I, so that time slot opens. You know what I'm saying? So we have one show planned for 2021 at this moment. It's Loki. Yeah, Hawkeye. Who knows what's going on? You know, Jeremy Renner's app crashed and he crashed. His singing career crashed. Who knows what's going on with Jeremy? They still haven't solidified uh, Kate Bishop as Haley Steinfeld. Uh, or Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. I mean, their plate is completely empty for 2021 as far as television-wise, and they have seven shows. Just because we haven't heard anything on our websites doesn't mean that they're they're not diligently working. We got two big cons coming up in the next five months. I mean, I'm sure they're working on. I just I think Moon Knight is ambitious to have out before Spider Man. Okay, I mean. It makes sense, though, because at the end of Moon Knight, who takes place in New York at the end of his series, leads into Spider-Man. Oh, no. It makes sense. What if? Oh, my God. What if this is it, Chuck? (laughs) You just got a boner. Final scene of Moon Knight. Mark Spector walking through the city. He's had tons of fights with Craven. Doesn't know where Craven. Craven kind of disappears. Mark Spector's walking through the city of New York, right? He stops at a corner. Because the Times Square uh, screen erupts with J.K. Simmons, right? Talking about Spider-Man being a killer. Craven is across the street watching the same thing on an opposite side of the, of the building, right? He, they both look up and Tom Holland's right there with Zendaya. Credits, Spider- that's your lead in the Spider-Man 3. It's great. I don't think it's going to happen. I just wrote it. Let's talk even more ambition. What about Blade? Already cast it. Nothing. Radio silence since July. Yeah. Could they already be shooting a Mahershala Lee Blade series with Craven the Hunter as the villain? Because obviously it's not Morbius. 
Could be. And it's not going to be Triple H. There's a possibility it's Stephen Dorff because he's killing it on TV again with, with the sheriff. I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of shows out there and a lot of empty space. Yeah. We're talking about 10, what, 11 shows out of the 14 that have no release dates. Yeah. And one has a casting. So, or two have castings. I don't know, man. It could be popular. It could, could happen. I don't know. Let's go to another MCU movie that you've mentioned. I've mentioned Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I don't know where to start. Scott Derrickson dropped out. Yeah. Um, a familiar name because he liked one of our posts on Instagram in like 2015. Well, I think once Marvel grossed over like a billion. And I was like, oh, yeah, Scott Derrickson liked it. Anyway, um, Scott Derrickson drops out. Yeah. And it was over creative differences, right? He wanted a horror movie. Kevin Feige said, absolutely not. It's not going to be a horror movie. So who do they go and get? They get a guy who's known for two things. Superhero movie and horror movies. Sam Raimi. And they're talking about Sam being the, the next director for Doctor Strange. I'm very leery about this, but it intrigues the hell out of me. Yeah. Uh, because I do like Spider-Man. I like this Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man 3 was hot garbage. And Evil Dead is the joint. Love Evil Dead. It's a lot of fun. Even the remake was really good. Where do you stand with Sam Raimi as the director for Doctor Strange 2? One that took me by surprise. Yeah. Because that's not Marvel's MO. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of unknown directors and up-and-coming directors. Yeah. Um. This is the second director to drop out in 10 years, right? Yeah. Uh, Edgar Wright Edgar and Wright. and now uh, Scott Derrickson. Yeah. Well, no, there's a couple. Patty Jenkins dropped out of uh, oh, Thor yeah. Dark. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, you know, and everything has worked out. Yeah. You know. Um, they haven't let us down yet. No, they have not. There's been duds, but they haven't really left, let us down. And duds compared to they're not billion dollar movies. They're not Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. That's a 61%. So that's not yeah, a dud. Yeah, that's a 0.61%. Um, but they, you know, they announced Raimi and I'm like, Ugh. like, he is the OG Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, that was the first big Marvel movie to ever come out. And he kind of was the godfather. Are, of it. are you discounting the Captain America movie that came out? Yes. Many months ago? Because it wasn't a blockbuster. Oh, it might have been. Could have been. In today's standards. I got three people at that theater. Three people back then. It was war times. But, um, but and you know, he hasn't directed a movie since 2013. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. He's been executive producing st- uh, a stuff. A lot of horror stuff. Yeah, of course, because he's he's Horror Man, Stan, uh, horror man Sam. Um, Do you know, know what the last movie he directed was? Evil Dead. Oh, he didn't direct it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oz. Oh. All, Oz All and Powerful. Oh, with James Franco. Yeah. What a shit movie that was. Oh, that, did you see it? We have it. Oh, why'd you spend money on that? My wife did. She's uh-huh. like, oh, we loved this when we seen it in theaters. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you loved it. Chuck didn't like it at all. Um, listen, this is all speculation. Uh, this could happen. This couldn't happen. But uh, I'm leaning more towards of this happening. The, yeah. the thing that I'm a little apprehensive about is Doctor Strange is a, based on the first movie, it was, it's a very tough IP to kind of navigate, I think. Mm-hmm. Um you have to be really creative with the visual effects, uh, what Scott Derrickson did. But uh, what brings me a little more solace in this is that 
the Russos executed every scene that Doctor Strange was in in Infinity War perfectly um, and flawlessly. So I think that if you can, the director can get you to where it's at and give you a good storyline, the VFX people can be like, all right, we can do, we'll do our magic. So as long as Marvel brings the same VFX crew as Doctor Strange 1, this works. The problem is we're falling into a Sam Raimi trap because there's a lot of villains, right? So there's rumors of Mephesto. There's Nightmare. There's Mordo. Where's Dormammu? Where's Cassilius? Uh, there's all these, these uh, you know, it's a very serial killer map kind of deal. Like, yeah. there's a lot of red tape, but we don't know where they're at. How many villains is too many villains in an MCU movie? I don't know. Three? Um, it depends, because what movie do we have a lot of villains? So we're like, oh, it actually worked. Um but, not, not Spider-Man 2. No. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, that was bad. Not Spider-Man 3. No, that was bad yeah. too. And, I mean, I would prefer Nightmare being the main arc. Yeah. And in the background, you'd have Mordo doing his thing, so you're building his story for the next movie. They meet here and there. They have a little battle. Boom, they go away. Mordo goes away. You don't see Shuelti uh, at your until 2030. Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't come back until 2030. Because he's doing Sherlock again. And then what about Dharamu? Is he? I mean, you could wipe it all cl- uh, clean from the from the storybooks if because of the snap. Did Tony Stark eliminate all the big threats? Right, the already the big existing threats: Dormammu, Thanos, Ultron from coming back. His IP or his uh, intelligent AI is gone. Like, is the quantum realm gone? What did Cap do? Did Cap go back into time and kill Dormammu? No. Yeah, we don't know. Um, I don't know if Dormammu... I think Dormammu's way too big to be bringing out again. Uh, because then it kind of becomes a, a retread and it kind of feels like, oh, Marvel's not comfortable bringing in new characters, which they totally are. If anything, they're comfortable bringing in more than one and more than ten new characters. Yeah. Like if you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, you're meeting everybody. Old Guardians, new Guardians, new Ravengers, you know, the Sovereign... Uh, ego mantis you're bringing all these people so um i'm gonna go if i had the vote yes or no on this i am gonna vote uh 100 yes on sam Raimi. yeah i'm i'm on board because again marvel hasn't steered us wrong yeah um i like sam Raimi. uh you know not every movie he did was great but yeah. i but, think but that's the thing like not every movie anybody's ever no. done was great but um i'm totally on board yeah i'm curious to see uh, what his vibe is because it's a you know marvel could come out off as kind of contradictory or a hypocrite saying well scott we don't want your horror but we want a true horror you know what i mean oh and scarlet witch is supposed to be in this so that, that's that's, right. that's a lot of pieces and uh rachel mcadams is out uh, okay did she have a huge part no, no she's a love interest maybe scarlet you're not a big fan of her anyway i love rachel mcadams but no in in that movie She's Night Nurse. It is what it is. At, at this point, like, all she did was help him in one big scene, and that was it. Like, I'd rather see, like, a, a new ancient one come out. Yeah. But I think I think Steven's the ancient one at this point, right? He's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. He's not the ancient one. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. There is no ancient one. Yes. Unless Nightmare is the ancient one. What a twist that could be, right? I don't know. You still want Ava Green, right? Oh, yeah. I want her for anything. Absolutely anything. But Sam Raimi could come in and say, I don't want any of this. I want Toad and Oh, God. As who? Nightmare. 
Yeah. You, okay. No, I don't. I mean, Toby. I like Toby Maguire. Yeah, he it would. It, anything like it'd be him. nice to see him in there, but I'm still holding on hope that he's Uncle Ben in the MCU. <laughs> he should be Uncle Ben. He fits the age bracket, so I don't know. Um, we missed something in the Craven discussion. A fan cast. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. I had one. Oh my god! Thankfully, uh, it's not last episode. Did you Did you think of who you want? Yeah, actually. Is it Gerard Butler? We've talked about that, and he would be perfect. I <laughs> mean, he, he is perfect for it. No. All right, let me see. Momoa. Oh, Jason Momoa. Now, which Momoa are we talking about? Are we talking Aquaman or like... Rocket Mortgage? Like Rocket Mortgage kind of looks like me with long hair Momoa. Dude, that was the best commercial. Yeah, that was... That was like one of the best commercials I've seen in a long Did you time. see like the lead into his commercials though, like on Instagram, where he's like naked in his tub and he's got like a loofah and like a ton of soap? Yeah. And he's like, I got a commercial, ladies. It's super sexy. And then that one comes out. When he takes his skull cap off, I was like, oh. Well, he's sitting there. I was like... That's a wig. Yeah. And but like he takes the shoes off and he's like four foot six. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is amazing. And then he takes the arms. Yeah. And he looks like DJ Quails. He looks like me <laughs> with long hair. And and then <laughs> DJ Quails. And then the best is when he's like bench pressing. Yeah. And Lisa Bonet. And like he literally has it looks like a um It looks like Captain America when Steve was yeah. scrawny Steve. Even worse. Yeah. And then the best was the hair. The mm-hmm. best was, because he still had long hair, but he was like he had a, sc- he had a skull it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. And, uh, so good. But no, like Momoa, because, and I trashed him before Aquaman, and I really did. But. You are on the Momoa, you are on the Momoa apology tour. I think he fits. Well, he, come on. I want Momoa for everything. I don't think. DC would ever let Momoa go to Marvel because he could get so comfortable there, even playing the villain that you're like, I don't want to do Aquaman. Aquaman sucks. I want to be in Sinister Six. They, they could never get him. I mean, don't, I can't say never, but the way DC operates, Aquaman might be recasted and it could be just a merit movie because DC is super woke and, uh, Mara could have the, the forefront and then. Well, fans are petitioned to get rid of Mara. Why? She looked great. I, that shit with Johnny Depp. And oh. Well, they have over 200,000 petitions. Okay. Well, D, I can tell you what. DC does, and Warner Brothers don't listen to anybody because <laughs> the true. the movies that they've been making have been bad. And we, we've been talking for four years about this. And they haven't listened to us. And they, <laughs> they don't listen to any YouTube stuff that I've been on. Yeah. Uh, and all my YouTube friends would tell you, Dion will tell you, WB doesn't listen. So it is what it is with WB. Um, I have I have two. One would be it's great. It's not Momoa. It's not Momoa. I'm surprised. Um, you're going to be surprised with the second one. Uh, one is practical. One is 100% impractical. Yeah. Um, well, I have, I have three. Okay, so we're talking Craven. So I got three names. Okay. All right. Let's now, go. Let's go. We're t- keep, we're taking Butler off. Yeah. No. He's my he's my yeah. shoe in. Here's two practical ones. Okay. And the third one is. <laughs> Tom's gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. I think. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, Scott Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. He'll I'll, he'll never be cast in anything I want. Um, all right. So the first one is obviously is gonna be Joe Magnilla. Okay. I think he carry. Uh, you ever heard the uh, carries a big stick? He's a big boy, right? And he's a big guy. And he's never gonna shine his Deathstroke. Yeah. Uh, what a failed opportunity that was. I think an older Craven would be great. I'd like to see him go up against these heroes like Chadwick Boseman. Who is like around six feet tall? 
you have somebody that's towering over you. I'd like to see yeah. that. That's a big, impressive silhouette. Um, another one, Henry Cavill. I was thinking him. Just what? because he's crushing it right now, and he isn't going to be Superman anymore. When when we were talking about not letting DC go, or Momoa go, and I'm thinking the first thing, I'm like, Cavill. Yeah, so they're my practical ones. Yeah. I love Gerard Butler as it, because just like I'm going to discount everything Gerard Butler's ever done. He looks like it. Yeah. Uh, it would be great. And all he has to do is stop drinking for like two weeks and he could look like that again, like 300 big. Yeah. My impractical one. Jordan Peele. <laughs> no. no. Uh, I would like to see Jordan Peele as as Mole Man. <laughs> Honestly, would. I think um, Jordan Peele as Mole Man, like a sinister Mole Man, would be uh, amazing. Like where he puts on the glasses a la like Rod, uh, Rod Serling on st- yeah. uh, sci-fi. All right. So you're not going to like this. Uh, everybody's going to judge me when I say this. Uh, Rob Megalhenny uh, from It's Always Sunny. No. Yeah. You know why? Because he got jacked, right? He, and yeah, no, he totally is. And he got super jacked. And I picture him in his new show that's out now with his beard and the long black hair. And I'm like, that could be Craven. He's like fourth on my list. Maybe he's like 108th on my list. That's not as bad as I expected. I expected someone. But think about this for a second. Marvel has a track record for taking people who don't fit roles and transforming them into that role. We don't think of anybody else of Captain America but Chris Evans. We'll never think of anybody else as Star-Lord but Chris Pratt, right? Same thing with Black Panther. They got Chadwick Boseman who was just, just known for playing historical figures. You know what I mean? I think that if they get their hands on somebody who is off everybody's radar, it could be look look at what they're gonna do with Kumal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is he a serious actor? Not at all. His new movie with um what's it, Tiffany Haddish, I think? No, it's not Haddish, but I didn't tell about it. it's like It looks ridiculously funny. Yeah, it does. I saw it in the- uh, theaters, I was laughing out loud. He said Stuber was Stuber was so fun. And look, the Batista. They worked wonders on Batista. He's a, not a great actor, but, you know, if it weren't for that movie, he'd be doing I've Man ne- with the Iron Fist. I've never seen Rob McElhenney in anything besides... It's Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny. So what a, what a great way to show off Ripped Mac Do you know what's as his, Craven the Hunter. Uh, who's the guy who played Dennis? Um, Glenn Howerton. He tried out for... For Star-Lord. Yeah. Well, he, no, Glenn Howerton needs to try out for whatever serial killer. There, He would have been great as Purple Man because he is... He, have you ever watched interviews with him? No. He's Dennis. Is like he? he's he's Dennis. Like he's he's a narcissist. I'm surprised his new show is actually it's like third season. AP Bio? Yeah. It's hilarious. Is it? Yeah, he's all those guys are funny. Uh Caitlin Olsen's really great too. Yeah. Uh, but his I, wife. Yeah. Well that Rob's wife. Yeah, Rob's wife. I'd like to see Rob McElhenney as Craven. I know Tom's gonna like it. And he's and he's a Philly boy. Yeah. I mean he comes to the cons. I'm surprised none of them have come to a con yet. Yeah. It's always sunny should that's a, that should be a staple at well, Keystone. Danny. But yeah, but any like Keystone got Boy Meets World this year. Yeah. Right? Last year was The Office or two years ago was The Office. Yeah. Last year was Star Trek. I don't remember last year. Overwatch. A lot of Overwatch people. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. That was a big one. Um, Next year, Always Sunny. Dude. That place would be mobbed. I'd sell a kidney to meet Danny DeVito. I, I would just do the group shot. Yeah. I just think the only thing they, they might not get, Charlie Day. He's out there doing Tide commercials now, man. He's got that Super Bowl Tide money. Those were funny, too, where he was just popping up all over yeah. the Super Bowl. He was great. All right. Let's go to a preview. 
Let me know on Instagram about the Rob McElhenney Craven. I want to know your mind. It's not as out there as I – when you yeah. said out there. I could have said Jaleel White. That's why I went with Jordan Peele because that's out there. I, listen, I think there's an opportunity for Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key in the MCU, and I'm surprised that they haven't been casted yet. Keegan-Michael Key is actually a decent um, dramatic actor. I'd honestly like to see Jordan Peele direct a uh, Marvel movie. I'd like to see – or a Marvel he series. He could have went with Doctor Strange. Yeah, because I, I, like, I like what he does, and I think that would be great. Uh, but anyway, let's go to a preview. We got a movie coming out on Valentine's Day. It's a good the, Valentine's Day. Yeah, movie. this is 100%. Get your boo. Put a blue bath bomb in the tub. Light some blueberry muffin candles from Bed Bath & Beyond. Play a little blue band group or Eiffel 65 blue. Da ba da ba da. Go see Sonic the Hedgehog. Blues Traveler. A little Blues Traveler. Ooh, the runaround. You come home. Oh, man. Little John Popper it, playing? It's game over. A little Blueberry Hill Gang? Oh, my God. It would be game over. We're going to talk about Sonic. Yeah. Uh, that All that lead-in, that sexy lead-in I just gave you was for Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie that when it revealed their first trailer, it was hot trash, hot garbage. Like, they should have- It was a dumpster fire. They, they should have put the, the, uh, the production company out of business. Yeah. Um, also, I'm pretty sure the uh, production company from Cats is the production company from Sonic. No. So, way. yeah, I think so. But- they they listened to the fans on like what Warner Brothers does, and they said let's fix this. And it's got James Marsden from the Doritos Nachos commercial or the Nacho Fries commercial. I love how he's done like Straw Dogs and X Men and Westworld. Enchanted. He was in Westworld. And Westworld, and you bring up that's the most recent Nacho thing I've fries. seen. <laughs> it's Nacho Fries. Him and Josh Jamal. It's got Ben Schwartzman or Ben Schwartz. Yeah. From John Raffio from Parks and Rex, who I know you haven't seen him. He is. The epitome of a douchebag. But I love him. He makes that show. Uh, one of the characters that makes that show. And uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, whether we know if he's on vaccines or off vaccines is a little bit different. He plays Dr. Robotnik. Expectations for this movie. I know you're going to see it. You alluded to it last week. Yes. Um, first, when they said it was Sonic, I'm like, okay, it's going to be garbage. Because generally, a lot of co- or um, video, video games, game movies, yeah. especially... Like this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like when they do Mortal Kombat. That's going to be out there, but it's a little more grounded. Yeah. You have a blue hedgehog in sneakers running around. Yeah. And he's from a different world. And, and and that's the thing. Like, in the video game, there were no human contact except... Dr. Robotnik. Was he even human yeah. in the video game? Yeah, he was a mad scientist. But, so it was like, okay. And I was like, this ain't going to work. And they said we're gonna get an A-list cast. Yeah, they then they didn't. And and no, um, twenty twenty five years ago, Jim Carrey was A-list. Yeah. Uh, even in the early two thousands, Jane Martin was not A-list. No. Um, and Ben Schwartz ain't A-list, so no. they didn't really. They got a recognizable cast. Yeah, which is fine. But and, oh, did we forget Neil McDonough's in this? He is? He's in it. He's in every movie I don't want to oh, see. Oh, you love me? Yeah, I love like him. That. I I need to meet him. Just like so I could just kiss, him kiss his face. Just like, ah, oh, <laughs> I hate you and everything. Um, you fantastic actor. He was the best and bison. Yeah, he was. And we'll never get that again. No. <laughs> Expectations, John. Expectations. Back on rails. Um, I didn't want to see this. And now you do. There's only one reason why. Because they listened. Yes. Yeah. And I feel they deserve 
my money. I think as far as my expectations, yes, it deserves my money because they listen. But I think it looks fun. It um, does. I, I don't expect it to be good, but I'm I expect go- it to go, okay. Yeah, I'm going in there with zero expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to be pleased at the end of it. Um, I think it wins its week. Yeah. Out of all the movies that came out that week, and we're going to we're gonna jump ahead in a bit. Well, is it going to be Harley Quinn? Well, no, I don't think it. Well, I think it might. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it is. Harley Quinn, open, as of today, this recording, Harley Quinn just opened. Yeah, they're saying 50 mil out the gate. Um, I, I don't I don't know if either one of them are date movies. I see Harley Quinn dropping next week to 30 mil. I don't see Sonic getting 30. Mm. I, I do see- because of the kids. I think it's a kids movie. Kids know Sonic. We know Sonic. I think it's going to bank on that. I see, don't think it's like a $100 million. See, I opening. don't think so because I think Valentine's Day weekend, the kids are staying home. Mom and dad's going to have date night. They're not going to go see Sonic. Oh, well, you, you're you going to see Sonic. I'm going to go see Sonic. Um, but think about the, th- the movies that are coming out. Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. Probably not going to no. be a date night movie unless you're trying to get scared sex after it. Uh, Downhill. Maybe because it's a comedy. It's about love. It's got uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus oh, and yeah. Will Smith in it. Or Will Ferrell. Will, um, Will Smith. The only movie I see people going to see as far as like date night movie is that uh, Lakeith Stanfield movie. The portrait or photograph. Oh. Um, and I have no interest in seeing it. But, you know, Issa Rae and uh, Lakeith are two hot names. Uh, two budding actors and actresses. So. Harley Quinn's winning next week. Okay, but I think out of the movies that premiere on the 14th, it wins its week. It brings it comes in second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go with a little bit of a does it break the video game curse? Quick yes or no? No. I think yes. I think it makes more money than most of the movies that came out because it's a kid's movie. They didn't get too, they didn't get too crazy with it. It's not Rampage. You know, it's not Tomb Raider. No, it is. It looks like the video game just yep. set in a real world. And I think more people are going to see it because they appreciate the fact that the director, Jeff Fowler, who really hasn't done anything, uh, listened and said, we need to fix this. And it looks the Sonic looks good. It looks fun. It looks the whole movie looks a lot I mean, of fun. The, and Sonic look Sonic looks like Sonic. Yeah, he looks like that was nightmare inducing. Yeah, human teeth. Um, I also think that it also opens up the world for. Are we going to see tails? Are we going to see knuckles? Like, what is next? Like, are are they going to go back to the ring universe? You know what I mean? I hope we do see it. I'd like to see that next. Like, Dr. Robotnik doesn't catch Sonic. He, like, kind of wormholes his way back to his home. But Dr. Robotnik finds a loophole that it was still open. He goes in there. And then the next movie is, like, kind of more of an animated. Kind of like a... I'd like to see the next movie kind of be like... A, Spider-Man into Spider-Verse. So are we saying that Sonic's an alien? Yeah, absolutely. He's from a different planet. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but, you know, what, what else are you going to say? Alternate dimension? You know, he's Earth 3. We have enough multiverses. He was in a... No. Hedgehogs aren't known for speed. No. If anything, they're just known for cuteness. And not human teeth. And they're not blue. No, not at all. Uh, but you can dye them. But uh, let's go our way too early score. I'm going to go three. I said three. Yeah, it's on par with my Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. A little bit less than Harley Quinn, but I don't know. I've heard a review from from my friend, and I don't like it. Um, it doesn't sound good. And I, I trust this review, so I don't know where I'm at with this. 
Uh, let's talk one more thing, one big question. Is Sonic the most look or what's the most uh, anticipated February movie for you? So we have Birds of Prey, we have Sonic, Fantasy Island, Downhill, Call of the Wild, The Boy 2, The Invisible Man, Guns Akimbo, and Jesus Rolls. Oh yeah, Jesus Rolls. Um So what is your most imp- anticipated movie? Is it Sonic? It's probably Birds of Prey. Really? Oh man, you're anticipating a dumpster fire. Because I, because you get to spend time with the family. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, do you think Ag switches up her Black Canary cosplay after seeing this? I asked her to dress as Black Canary to yeah. movie, and she goes, "No." They wouldn't know who she was because Journey Sm- uh, Smollett Bell doesn't look like yeah. uh, that version. I'm wearing of my because I was like, I don't have a Harley Quinn shirt. I'm wearing my Black Canary shirt. There you go. That little that nice purple one that you got after I got. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shirt. Yeah, mine's like. Yours is like blue. Mine's like purple. Well, no, mine's at, is one hundred percent purple. Mine's bright. Like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Why are we comparing colors? Nope. Um, so yours is Birds of Prey. Yeah. M- mine is the Invisible Man. I won't see that. I think that looks awesome, and I think it's a very clever take on um, a concept that could have been really hard. Um, and I like Lee Wanell. I love the upgrade. I like what he does with horror. Saw. So. Yeah. I think this is going to be good. I think uh, I'm not, you know, not a big Elizabeth Moss fan. I thought she was great in us. I haven't seen anything else. I didn't see you the kitchen. Hand, Handmaid's Tale. No, because I have so many shows that I watch now. I can't go back and be like, oh, do you guys remember in episode one of season one, the in hand, Handmaid's Tale? It's in like season six now. It's won all the Emmys. No, I don't have time for that. So I'll watch this and I'll be happy with it because. It's a Blumhouse joint. Blumhouse is pretty good. Guns Akimbo looks amazing. Uh, that's definitely a theater movie for me. I might see uh, Invisible Man while I'm on vacation in Florida. But yeah, that's our episode, man. Uh, we got a lot a lot of Marvel news. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. Um, I don't think we solved anything or answered any questions by the end of this episode. No. I think we opened up more doors to what possibly could happen yeah. as far as the Marvel Universe. Um we both have differing movies that we're looking forward to, which is problematic. It, you know, we're both looking forward to what could potentially be dumpster fires. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, we're going to be back next week, episode 199, slowly, slowly, slowly inching to door 200. What if at 200, we come on and just say, all right, guys, that's it. We've reached our pinnacle. We're done. Uh, but yeah, support us on social media, the Active Geek Podcast, everywhere you can find us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe and share our podcast throughout the podcast directories. Follow Chuck on Instagram, Chuck underscore the Active Geek. AG Cosplay on Instagram. We got con season coming up, I told you. Uh, first con this year is going to be Monster Mania Con for, I guess, the, the geeks, the guy geeks. Uh, AG will probably come to uh, Great Philadelphia as her first yeah. one. But we got Monster Mania Con coming up uh, second weekend of March, March 13th, 13th and 14th in Cherry Hill. David Harbour is going to be there. Um, a lot of other, like CJ Graham's going to be there. Robert Englund going to be there this year? He normally is. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of horror people. And we'll, we'll give them some plugs in the next episode. But uh, yeah, support us. Support Galaxy Wars, Box Office Flashback Podcast, Adventures of Binks in the Beard, which is going to be back. We're recording... Uh, a the Lego Masters. We're going to do a review of each series, each show. So you're not doing a Hansel and Gretel. 
No, 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 certainly not. We've already done that on Galaxy Wars. If you had any interest in seeing Hansel or Gretel and Hansel because they're woke, you can go and listen to Galaxy Wars. That's our uh, one of our latest episodes, episode number ninety-eight. We're uh, we're one ahead. One hundred. One hundred and then two hundred. It's crazy. We we could have synced that up, but. We take ideas. That's what it is. Uh, well, yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week, episode 199, with some great stuff. We'll talk a little lock and key because that's out now. Yeah. Uh, we'll have our thoughts on the Birds of Prey and the fantabulous mm-hmm. emancipation of the one Harley Quinn. That was a good job. Yeah, you hit that all in one breath. I've been working on that. Uh, yeah, but for the, Active Geek po- uh, for the Active Geek Podcast, I am Jim. I am Chuck. And we are out.